0: Love Talk Radio Welcome to Heart to Heart, an outreach ministry of New Vision for Life Kingdom Builders. Our ministry website is www.newvisionforlife.com where we align our hearts with the heart of God. Please join our host, Bishop Etta Banks, as we get to the heart of the matter. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, ma'am and sirs, this is Apostle Etta Banks, your host here on Heart to Heart where we get to the heart of the matter. And, of course, the pastor of New Vision for Life Kingdom Builders, located in the Gwyn Oak area of Baltimore County. Truly, truly, I am glad to be here with you this morning. But this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So are you rejoicing today? Have you found something to be glad in the Lord for on this day? Take a moment, blessed love. Take a moment and just begin to think about what He has done for you. Think about salvation. Think about His saving grace. Think about His mercy. Think about His forgiveness. Think about healing. Think about comforting you. Think about keeping you. Think about answering prayers. Think about all kinds of things that you can say, thank you, Lord, for what you have done for me. Just think about it. You know the old song, when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries hallelujah thank God for saving me I truly 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 want to thank God this morning well this is look I'm saying it again this is the day that the Lord has made so let us rejoice and be glad in it I want to say good morning to Pat Patsy Anderson and Ken Rashad The founders of this um, particular network, the PWN Network, Perfect World Network, thank you so very much for putting an idea into play. I appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to be part of it. And, of course, good morning to Tamika, my precious love, the person that first helped me out on my very first day, of doing the radio show, and um, she's been supportive of me ever since. Her mother, bless the Lord, Joyce, has been with me every single Saturday, and even on the one Saturday, I believe it was, and she's been to more things than just the one time, but on the one Saturday when she was at a conference, um, she couldn't stay on the phone for the entire time, but she snuck out of the conference, just to call in and to let me know that she was there and supporting me. And I tell you, you know, that type of love, that type of friendship, that type of loyalty and dedication, there are no words for it. Thank you does not seem to be enough, but thank you, my love. I truly do love you. God bless you. God bless you. Then I want to uh, thank Minister Tabika. Praise be unto God. She uh, um, is a member of New Vision. She is my armor bearer. She is my daughter in the Lord. She is an author. She is a minister. She is walking in the prophetic. She is just awesome all the way around, and I thank God for her. I don't know where I personally would be in ministry these days without this woman of God walking next to me and walking with me. And so to you, beloved, I say good morning to you and thank you for your love and all that you do. Good morning to um, Prophetess Dawn, Prophetess Kim, um, and uh, to, of course, Deacon Farr. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning to Joyce in New York. And at that point, I'm going to stop saying good morning and calling out names. You know, because it's hard to keep up with all of you that uh, come in and, you know, and share in these calls with me. But good morning to you all. This radio show would not be what it is if it wasn't for you. So good morning, good morning, good morning. So I'm going to go ahead and open in prayer and, and just let the Lord have his way. Um, I don't have a designated topic for this morning, and so I will be pulling, you know, just as the Holy Spirit, um, you know, lays things on my heart, that's what I'll be doing this morning. I do have some some um, information that I want to give you uh, as well, so again, we're going to let the Lord be who he, he wants to be in this hour. Um, I have a 10 o'clock meeting, so, you know, I'm with you until 10 o'clock, so I'm going to be late for that meeting, but praise be unto God, you know, I will get there by 1030 prayerfully. I will get there by 1030. So, look, good, good God morning to you. That's right, a good God morning to you. I am excited. I am excited about what God is doing, just excited because he is the King of King and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Amen. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, dear God, how are you this morning? Yes, sir. We're asking you, how are you this morning? I thank you for who you are. I thank you for blessing us and waking us up, taking us through a night, oh Lord God, that we will not have to go through again, bringing us to a day that we will never see again, Lord God. I thank you for this because you are the orchestrator, you are the finisher, Lord God, of all that we do. So Holy Spirit, I'm asking you this morning and thanking you for being with us, keeping us safe and sound throughout the night and keeping us in the place where God would have us to be. I thank you for ordering our steps according to God's will today. Order our steps. Let no hurt, harm, or danger come nigh us, our homes, our children and grandchildren, our parents. Keep us, Holy Spirit. Keep us by your grace and your mercy. God, I thank you that in this day, Lord God, that we shall find comfort in you. and this day, Lord God, we shall find the healer and the deliverer the restorer, Lord God, in you. I praise your holy name because everything that we need, oh God, we can find it in you. Everything, Lord God, that we need, we can find in you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for those missionaries, yes, God, missionaries to the foreign lands, but also here, Lord God, in America those that are going out on the streets, oh, God, the highways and the byways, those that are sharing the good news, those that are not afraid to go in third world countries, oh, Lord God, and share about your saving grace and your mercy, Lord God, about the death that took place on the cross and the resurrection. God, I thank you for these men and women of God who are sacrificing their lives, Lord God. Yes, in America and afar, sacrificing their lives, oh God, to speak of the good news of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God, I thank you for our military men and women, Father God, that sacrificed their lives for this country, that we may be free, that we could talk about you, Lord God, and freedom, Father, that we can pray in public. We can sing and praise you in public, Lord God. We can have gatherings, oh God, with you being the main purpose for us doing so. We can do that in public, Lord God. And for this, we do say thank you, Lord. Father, we write books about you. We sing songs about you. Lord, we, Father God, we honor you in every way that we can. God, for this, we say thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, I pray that every single need that is on this uh, radio show today, every person that's represented, every home, every city, every state, oh, Lord God, every country, Father God, that is represented on this line today, Father, That whatever the need is, Lord God, you are meeting those needs. I praise your name, Lord God. I praise your name because greater is he that is within me than he that is in this world. I praise your name, Lord God, because that because of you, we are conquerors, oh God. We are more than conquerors, Lord. We are overcomers, Father. In the name of Jesus and God, for this, I say thank you, Abba. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Lord God, I pray, I pray for all of the leaders, Lord God, the, the godly leaders, Father, that are leading other people to the throne of God. I pray for them, Lord God, that we will not compromise, Lord, in the giving and the sharing of the word, we will not compromise, oh God. I pray for those that stand up for righteousness and holiness, Lord God, that they will not be, that we will not be deceived in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> that, God, that we would represent you for who you really are. That when people see us, Lord God, that they will see your son. They will feel the Holy Spirit. Spirit, oh God, coming from us. Father God, oh that we would represent you right, Lord God, here on earth. In other words, representing, being, representing you. Oh that we would do this, that you would be glorified, Father. Lord, for this I say thank you, Lord. For this I say thank you. Precious Savior, who but you, Lord? Who but you, Father? receives this praise who but you lord god is worthy of this praise there is none like you there is none like you so lord we thank you for this day we thank you for all that you're doing we're thanking you for what you will do lord god i'm thanking you father god and giving the holy spirit permission to lead and guide me for this day not just this hour, but for the day. Whatever my plans are for the day, Lord God, I relinquish them and turn it over to you. And I thank you, Father. I thank you for all that you're doing, even in this present moment. May your will be done here on earth as in heaven. What is already done in heaven, we can rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we can rejoice here on earth because it shall be done here. And through these earthly vessels, that's me, my family, my radio family, my church family, the body of Christ, those that have been chosen, O God, to share the word of God in whatever manner you have chosen them to do it in, God, to you be all the glory and the honor. In Jesus, Yeshua's name. Amen and amen. <clears throat> amen. Amen. And for those of you who are not used to the name Yeshua, Yeshua, that is that is Jesus still in the in the uh Greek. Uh that is Jesus. In the Greek, in the Hebrew, Yeshua. Yeshua. And um and I thank God. So yes, when I say In Jesus, Yeshua's name is like saying Yeshua, Yeshua, or Jesus, Jesus. It's Jesus' name. Praise be unto God. Yahweh being God. Yahweh being God. Abba, Father. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. Truly, I do love each and every one of you. And again, thanking God for all of you that have come on board today, all of you. To to God be the glory. Listen, I have a couple of shout-outs that I want to do this morning, Uh, a a couple of shout-outs. I'm telling you, um, I'm grateful. Well, let's, let's start with the fact that this is August. This is August, so happy birthday to all of my August friends and family. Happy birthday to you. There is none like you. You were created in this month, whatever day of the month, for a specific reason. Let God use you to his glory. Find out what it is that you were purposed for and walk in that purpose. Walk in it, beloved. Walk in it. Don't shun what God has given you. It's put something in you, created you to, to uh, do something specific. So I encourage you, I encourage you to find out what that is and go forth in the name of Jesus. Go forth. Amen. So let me uh, give um, a couple of shout-outs here. First, for your birthday, folks, God bless you, and happy birthday to all of you. And again, like I said, find out what it is you were created to do and do just that. Do just that. Um, I want to give a great big shout-out to Christy Johnson. Christy Johnson is a member of New Vision for Life. Um, I thank God for bringing her along in our uh, ministry and in my life when he did. Uh, Christy is, um, let's see, she is the CEO and founder of Finding Your Destiny, which is an organization that um, was created to help those dealing with domestic violence, dealing with domestic violence. And, saints of God, you know how out of our misery, out of our pain, comes a lot of our ministry. And this organization was founded because her 19 year old daughter was murdered by her boyfriend at that time. Her 19 year old daughter was murdered by her boyfriend at that time. And out of, and her daughter's name was Destiny. It was Destiny. So out of Destiny's demise, this woman of God as God has worked with healing her and so forth. But he gave her a compassion, a drive, and a passion for those dealing with domestic violence. And um, she formed the organization and is doing marvelous things with it, marvelous, marvelous things. And at this moment, um, as of today, I believe it is, Her book, her first book, as of today, is available right now on Amazon Kindle. It is available on Amazon Kindle. And when you purchase this book, all the proceeds go to Finding Your Destiny, Inc., which is a nonprofit dedicated to ensuring lives are preserved and murderers And murders are prevented in all forms of domestic violence. The name of the book is From Rattled to Recovery. From Rattled to Recovery. And you can get it on Amazon Kindle. And remember, when you purchase the book, you're not just purchasing the book just for you to read, but proceeds will go to the organization as well, helping many Helped many. Um, I have been, um, I have been uh, um, one of the people, you know, that she has called when you know when people call into her, and she's available twenty four hours a day. And when people call into her, you know, she looks for places that um, she already has resources that she can send them to. Um, she has psychiatrists, psychologists spiritual guidance through me as her pastor, and so forth. So, you know, I have been on several calls, and to God be the glory to know that God is using people, using us to help somebody have some hope to make it through to the next day. She will be with us in a couple of weeks after she comes back from London. That's right, folks. She is going to London she is going to the conference that is called the black c e o london tour the black c e o London tour and she is the only woman from the United States speaking on domestic violence the only woman on the panel of this at this conference that will be speaking on domestic violence, so she will be in london um, England. She's going to be in Paris as well. She also is um, going to be going to, um, I believe it's Ghana um, during her travels. So she's she's traveling around Thanks. ministers from all over the world are reaching out to have her come and speak, you know, about the domestic violence that takes place. So I pray that you will support her. Praise God. Support the organization. It is definitely needed. It is definitely needed. So that is Christy Johnson. You can get on Facebook and find her on Facebook, Christy Johnson. And she has a radio show that she does every Tuesday night. Um, Again, doing much. She's doing much. Out of the misery comes the ministry. So we thank God for Christy and what the lord is doing in her life. Also, next week, let me see here. Just let me get the information here. Because I don't want to give you anything erroneous. Um let's see, let's see here. I'm sorry. I ha- oh here it is. Okay. Next week, my guest next week will be Antoine Jones. He is a field underwriter. Yes, and and a field underwriter that is an insurance um, agent. He is an insurance agent. He's been licensed since 1987, and I've had the honor. um, I met him in 86 and um, have worked with him for numerous years, from 86 up at least until 2002, I believe it was. Um, I also sold insurance This young man is absolutely phenomenal. He's a wonderful man. Um, He's a wonderful, very knowledgeable person, very, very knowledgeable um, agent. And he will be sharing with us about retirement, pre- and post-income, and asset protection. These are some of the topics that he'll be sharing on, college planning, life and health insurance. These are some things that we're going to talk about. Um, we have a, a passion about people getting information and being um, insured on all levels. It is so vitally important. And unfortunately, unfortunately, the African-American race is the most underinsured um, nationality that I dealt with, and, and so did um, Antoine, that we dealt with when we were in the field. The most um, unknowledgeable um, folks, but you know something? That was then, and this is now. This is now. As more and more people get the word out, more and more people are educated on what they need and why they need it and the purpose for it, then praise be unto God, more and more people are saying, let me put this in my portfolio. Let me put this in my portfolio. So let's listen out for Antoine Jones, and that would be on next week. And um, and see what the Lord has for us coming from him. So, again, like I said, that would be next week. The next announcement that I want to make is that in Baltimore, in the Baltimore area, um, at New Vision for Life, at New Vision for Life, in September, in September, and it will be the latter part of September, probably on the 21st of September, but I'll let you know the exact date. We're still working this out. But, um, I am collaborating with Bishop R.S. Walker, collaborating with him, and um, we are uh, the school of the prophets, the school of the prophets. Bishop Waters, I mean, not Waters, Walker, Bishop Walker has been a teacher in the prophetic realm um, for 20 years, for 20 years or more. He has numerous books, too many that I for me to mention right at this moment. I have taken several courses um, from him. Several of the members of New Vision has, have taken and are still taking courses with him. And um, he and I have been talking probably for the last three weeks now. And so we are going to do the School of the Prophets in Baltimore. Um, at a new vision, and the first course that he will be teaching will be raising profits of character training. This will be raising profits of character training, and also train the trainer. In training the trainer, he will be sharing with us information that he cannot share in the other classes because it is not for every person to um, to take to take um, training the trainer these are people that um, walk in the prophetic these are people that he has identified also as those that have the ability to train um, and he will train um, us he will share information with us that Only the trainers that are going to go forth to do training will do. Um, It's just exciting. It's exciting. And so I am definitely looking forward to it. And one of the other things is that um, in in the raising profits of character and in training the training, I don't know what other pastors plan on doing. Hopefully they will have their people, of course, you know, join us um so that we can we can make Baltimore an area where we see more and more prophets operating but one of the things is building a prophetic team and I had spoke to him about the fact that that was my desire was to build a prophetic team you know and when you have a church that deals with deliverance you have a deliverance team um when you have a church that deals with other other things, you know, they they specify uh, what that is, and they go forth in it. But hearing about the prophet and having a prophetic team, every time that I have been involved in the prophetic um, as a team, it was not here in the state of Maryland. It was not here. Um, we've done so. I've gone to Boston. I've gone to New Jersey. Um, For numerous years in a row, the end of September in New Jersey called Eight Days Ablaze, I've gone there where prophets from all over the United States gather and for eight days um, being blessed by speakers and then giving the prophetic word one to another and doing so in a team fashion, doing so in a team fashion. It has been an awesome experience in my life, and I want to see more and more of that happening. So when I was expressing these um, desires with um, Bishop Walker, expressing these desires, um, he said, well, yes, we we need to do this. And um, so, of course, it's going to be done here in Baltimore you can go to um, org. That's bishoprswalkerministries.org and click on the School of the Prophets and you can sign up there um, for the Raising Prophets of Character. Sign up there and um and we'll have more information you know on on other uh classes or the other class that will be taking place so um i'm excited i i am truly truly excited about what's coming forth in the future for new vision and the future for um this area in in uh baltimore and as he trains the trainers, we have no intentions on keeping this isolated, yes, to the Waldorf area where he, his church is or to this portion of Baltimore where New Vision is, but the dream and the vision of training the trainer is that this will be something that will be um, shared with prophets in every state in the United States and having a train-the-trainers course going on in every city that we can get it started in and every state so that prophets are being trained. You know, the apostle and the prophet of the five-fold ministry, these two offices are the least recognized offices in the church today. They are the least. We all know about the evangelist. We all know, of course, of the the pastor. We all know of the teacher. But many teachings have been done saying that the apostles who only saw Christ um, literally, physically, walked with him, those were the only apostles. They also believe that the prophets are dead, that they no longer exist, that God does not speak to, to them. Um, at the prophets in giving and sharing the word with others. So these two offices of the five-fold ministry have, have died down. But I praise God for the resurrection, and this is a season, praise be unto God, where they shall come forth as pure gold. What God's plan is, what God had to say about it, is what is important So to God be the glory to those prophets who have been hidden, um, not allowed to prophesy, not allowed to give words of hope and share what God has placed in them. The time is coming forth where there truly is a breakthrough. There is a breakthrough. There is a reversing um, of these two offices, Um, and they shall come forth, like I said, with pure gold. So I am truly excited about it. I am excited about it. So if you know anyone that operates in the, in the prophetic, now hear what I said, that operates in the prophetic, everyone that operates in the, in the, uh, with the gift of prophecy is not a prophet, okay? Not everyone that operates in the gift of prophecy is a prophet. But I'm encouraging you, I'm encouraging you, if someone is operating in the gift of prophecy or if they think they are, if you have an interest in doing so, join the school of the prophets. Hear what it is that the prophets are doing. Hear about the character of, of the prophets. Hear and listen about the protocol. Learn all that you can learn. Understand that every man, woman, and even child can prophesy. Everyone can prophesy. And this is why when he and I were talking, um, you know, I know there's several people in our church that can prophesy. Um, They come and they share what God has told them, and they share that information with me yet not every one of them are walking in the office of the prophet. And when he called me, folks, he, he called me and said, the Lord laid me on his heart to be one of the people that he trained. And I knew that that was an answer to prayer. I knew it was an answer to prayer. But he called me, and when I was speaking with him and sharing and saying, yes, I have, I have several people that prophesied they would not be able to train a class so they wouldn't be considered, you know, as training the trainer. But I had told him I wanted them to take the class because I want to build a prophetic team. And he said, that sounds good, Apostle. That sounds good. So we've been talking for the last three weeks. We have been talking about this. And with this, I am more than excited, more more than excited, and I praise God. I praise God for it, and um, I, I am just truly looking forward to it, just truly looking forward to what God is doing. And to this, honey, along with the, the prophetic, along with walking in the office of the prophet, you know, the apostle um, as well, You know, and the healing and deliverance is coming. So I am truly looking for, you know, breakthrough in many areas, you know, many areas that we are more equipped to help the people that truly need our help, that we are here to help the people that truly need our help. So, again, go to uh, www.bishoprswalker.com ministries, and sign up your classes, sign up for your classes, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. So, you know, we will let you know um, more as time goes on. Um, I do, like I said, believe that uh, raising um, profits of character, that that is going to start on the 21st of September, which is a Thursday night. But you know I will, as we get closer, I will have more information for you and definitely let you know. So that's raising prophets of character and train the trainer and um, to uh, actually teach the prophetic classes. Amen, amen. So, you know, I had a lot to catch you up on, and so I wanted to do that. Also, um, I want to thank the many of you who have contributed to our um, fund to help out with um, legal fees and so forth and dealing with my grandson. Um, Just thank you. I just want to let you know that he he is doing okay. He is doing okay. He deals with bouts of depression still. Um, but he is encouraged in the Lord. All of the uh, ministers who have gone to see him, the family members, um, you know, certain friends who have visited. Um, thank you so much. We we nor he would have been able to have made it through this time without your prayers. Without your prayers, and um, and I praise God for. Y'all, I praise God for you. You have held my family up so much, and you proved your love beyond love, even with your contributions. Many of you dug deep in your pockets to help us to raise $20,000 for um, uh, his his, uh, legal fees and for the forensic psychiatrist that we had to hire as well. We, we have not met the goal in its entirety. I do believe, and please, God, forgive me if my numbers are wrong, but I do believe we have like $2,000 more to go. We have $2,000 more to go. And um, so I do all of you, I mean all of you that have contributed every dime, every $5, every $25. Five hundred dollars, one thousand dollars, twenty-five hundred dollars, two thousand dollars. I'm telling you the the dollar amount, not that I hope people will do. These are numbers that people actually did. Five hundred dollars. I mean, people went in their pockets. Thanks to God, and I praise God. I praise God. You know, for the for the contribution. We have got the best lawyer um, that we believe that we could have for him during this time and the one of the very best um, forensic psychiatrists. So um, the idea here is that as the case goes further, that um, my grandson will be found not criminally responsible for the action that took place when he had a breakdown, not criminally responsible, and um, praise God, and um, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you that have contributed. It's I can't tell you what it has meant to him and to us. I can't tell you. And when I when you know when I go see him, I let him know this person contributed and that person contributed and he is amazed people that has contributed he had no idea that people cared and some of these people contributed because they know him and know him personally others contributed because they know me and know me personally others contributed because they knew his mother and his aunt Mimi and because we asked, we asked people. I literally tried to do a, um, a GoFundMe page, and GoFundMe will not allow you to do um, a GoFundMe page for raising money for legal um, legal fees. They won't allow it. So by word of mouth, prayer, word of mouth, picking up the telephone and calling people, Sending out emails and notifying people. This is how we were able to do so. And I praise God for those of you who have um, contributed to the fund. And um, accordingly, um, that when, I won't say if, when um, he, the, the uh, what is the thing, the VR, um, which is not criminally responsible. Um, At that point in time, at that point in time, um, he may have to go to a mental institution because my baby had a mental breakdown. He had a mental breakdown, thanks to God. And so he may have to go um, to a mental institution. And there are two state mental institutions. One of them is horrible. The other is much better. And um, so I am definitely praying for him to go to the better one. And um, so I'm asking those of you that are intercessors that if he has to go to a mental institution so that he can receive the help that he needs to receive, that he will be at Spring Grove. So please put that on your prayer list, Spring Grove in Catonsville, Maryland. Spring Grove, and that is less than seven minutes away from my house. I can get to him every single day, watching over him and um, keeping prayer um, up for him. And so I ask you all to continue to pray with me and for me, him covered. Now, that leads me into the last portion of what I want to share with you today. This thing dealing with mental illness. Um, Of course, since this has happened to my family, now I am more aware of it. I am truly, truly, truly more knowledgeable now because I had to start doing some research. My family has done research. And after this event happened, and you know I could have kept my mouth quiet and not tell the church, not tell his friends, you know, what it was that caused him to break and so forth. We could have kept this to ourselves, but we told people. And when we told, I cannot tell you how many people came out of the woodwork to tell me that they personally were suffering with mental illness. And and folks, hear me when I say this. anxiety depression, um, PTSD, um, bipolar, schizophrenia, um, uh, paranoia, um, you, you name these things. Beloved, these are all forms of mental illness. And I'm telling you, the church is filled with it. And as ministers, We don't attack it from the area that it is an illness. We are so spiritual that we sometimes are no earthly good. You hear me what I'm saying? So spiritual that we're no earthly good. We must understand that there is a physical and natural um, cause of mental illness as well as uh, spiritual, and you must balance them both. You must balance them both. And too many times we're too busy trying to cast out demons where the person needs some medication so they can even hear us, so they can even cooperate with us as we're attempting to do deliverance. So um, I definitely, hallelujah, praise be unto God, you can believe that amongst the different ministries that will be added to New Vision, you know, as we are revamping and, 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 you know, talking about relaunching, a mental illness ministry will be one of those ministries. Remember when I spoke about Christy Johnson and said, out of your misery, your ministry also will come. Well, trust me, this has been a miserable thing that happened to my family, to my grandson, to my future son-in-law, to my daughter, you know, to the, his, my grandson's um, uh, little cousins and niece and nephew, um, to, to me personally, to the church, to, to New Vision for Life. He was a very vibrant person in our ministry, singing with the anointing of Almighty God, just knows how to praise God, praise God on his drums. Um, just God gifted this young man. He gifted him, and, and the enemy stole his mind. The enemy stole his mind. There are things that he himself has done that has caused the mental breakdown. There is the chemical imbalance and so forth. Well, darlings, please hear me when I say, this is not about a few people. This is about more people than we want to know about. In doing my research, um, I have some material from Saddleback Ministries, Saddleback Resources, and it is called Hope, Hope for the Mental Health. And it's a ministry starters kit. And so doing research, and listen listen to this, listen. Um, There is a practical reason for having a mental illness ministry in your church. And one of the things that I loved about the material that I read, it said it didn't matter if you had five members of your church or if you had 50,000 members that in your church somebody is dealing with mental illness. Do you see here that half of all adults, 50% of all adults, will suffer from mental illness in their lifetime? Folks, that's 50%. So if you're sitting in a room right now and there's two of you sitting in there, one of you will suffer from some form of mental illness in your lifetime. Fifty percent, half of all chronic mental illness begins by the age of 14, begins by the age of 14. And, babies, it's not recognized. It's not understood. We don't know the signs. We don't know the signs. And and when I read that, I like, oh, my God, because I just did a counseling session where the age of 14, really it started earlier than that. It was nine years old that the mental illness started, but it was the age of 14 where the sign just came. It was blossomed. It was out there. It was exposed at the age of 14. And this is what the statistics say. Chronic mental illnesses began by the age of 14, at least half of them. One in every five children have mental illness by the age of 18. One in every five children by the age of 18 has mental illness. 90% of the people who commit suicide had mental illness, 90%. And we have children committing suicide, thanks to God. As young as nine years old, eight years old, I, oh, glory to God. And, and and babies, hear me when I say this, beloved. Hear me when I say this. The fact that now, and I know this is a whole nother topic, but let me throw this in here, the fact that now we're dealing with transgender, where, you know, it was one thing with the homosexuals, but now we're dealing with transgenders, and we're having children telling their parents at the age of 2 and 3 years old you know that they're not a boy like they their body says but they are little girls we have little girls saying that they're little boys transgender you know in the, and 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 children hear me children killing themselves because they are tormented because they are tormented I'm telling you, folks, there's something that has to be done, and it's in our churches. It's in our personal homes. It's in our personal homes. I can't tell you. Yes, I can tell you just about every single person that donated to this fund, every single person that donated confessed that there was mental illness either dealing with themselves or dealing with a family member. And this was something that normally was kept quiet, but they felt comfortable enough to share that, to share it. Listen, it's an illness, illness like cancer. It's an illness like like um, I, I, a, a chronic illness like diabetes. It's a chronic illness, saints of God. It is an illness, and we've got to stay Stop making people ashamed because they're suffering mentally. In this study that I was doing, praise be unto God, it said this is called the non-casserole illness. And you may say, apart from what is a non-casserole illness, you get diagnosed with cancer and somebody is going to bring you a casserole, bring you a dish, and offer you some help. Offer your family. You get diagnosed with um, diabetes or something, somebody will come and say, listen, let me try to help you. Can I prepare, help you prepare meals and so forth? People will be will, willing to help you. Tell somebody you're suffering from a mental illness. If they say, I'm sorry to hear that, that's a big step. After that, They're not going to want to talk about the mental illness. People don't know how to deal with us when we have depression. Depression is mental illness. Nobody wants to talk about your depression. They don't understand the torment that you're going through, and yet they're going through it themselves. Thanks to God we've got to step it up. 25% of people in homeless shelters, Are mental dealing with mental illness. And 22 veterans die by suicide every, and remember, if they're dying by suicide, they're suffering from mental illness. Folks, do you see where this is close to home? This is not something that we can ignore. This is close to home and understand as I'm looking up and dealing with the you know the information that I have to help start a ministry and dealing with this understand the Bible mandates the church to minister to the whole person. That's mentally, physically spiritually emotionally financially, in every area of your life, we are to minister. And too many churches are just stuck on the spiritual. They don't care about your health. That's why we have a health and wellness ministry. And it's hard to get us to change from our old eating habits. But we have the ministry, and I believe as Minister Brian continues to talk with us and to help us, We will get the revelation of it. We will catch hold of it, and we will change our ways in dealing with this. So we have the health and wellness ministry. So uh, mentally, mentally, minds being changed by the word of God, our thought pattern and so forth, being changed by the word of God, that's the spiritual side. Then we're also dealing, like I said, with the natural side of it. There are um, um, uh, 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 scriptures to support a mental health ministry. Understand also that there's a historical reason to do these ministries. Over two thousand years in history of taking care of the mental illness. Do you know that every single, every single um, person that um, that Jesus delivered, dealing with demons and so forth. Darlings, this was mental illness. This was mental illness. Jesus taught. He went about preaching and teaching and healing and delivering people with mental illness. So we've had over 2,000 years of mental illness in the body of Christ, and Jesus healed them. He delivered them. Yes, so this is there. Um, um, dealing with mental illness, Um, there's another ministry um, as far as think on these things. Praise be unto God, woman of God. Think on these things. Do you understand one of the reasons why I am not in the position where I am behind a wall, um, that, that I am in a mental institution, was because of the scripture in dealing, I believe it's It's Philippians, Philippians 4, 8, and 9, if I'm not mistaken, about thinking on these things, thinking on the things that God told us to think on. That is what saved my life. That is what helped to keep me balanced because I think on the things that Christ tells us to think on. That's what helps to save me, saints of God that is that is that is what keeps me in a sound place that is i I can't tell you I cannot tell you, and yes I have been been asked over and over and over again about um teaching others to do the to do the same and I'm telling you you know god is is pressing on me the the Holy Spirit is pressing more and more on me um about doing so, so along with the mental illness um, ministry, we will have, think on these things, and, um, and, and uh, praise be unto God. I, I just pray that, you know, that, that as I'm speaking this, that it will stir something up in your heart. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Think on these things. That's the word of God. And so saints of God, in order for us to be delivered from some of the stuff that we're dealing with, you know, we've got to think on these things. You know, the word tells us that as a man thinketh, so is he. So if you spend all of your time thinking on the negative things in life, all of those things that have you depressed, all of those things that where people have hurt you, harmed you, mistreated you, and so forth, if you listen to all of your time thinking on, you will be tormented. And understand, that is the the, the thinking process. If you have these chemical imbalances, hey, it'll put you in that place. It'll put you in that place. You will not only think about suicide, but you will think about killing other people. Because sometimes it seems like that's the only way that you can be released from the torment that you are released from. Beloved, we have come to the end of our hour. But I I know you hear me. Because I have heard the cries. I have heard the cries. I am sorry my baby had to go through, has to go through, what he has to go through. In order for my eyes to have been open. I am sorry he did And when I hear him saying, Grandma, I just want to come home I just want to come home And right now, of course, he can't He can't But greater is he that is within me And that is within my son Than he that is in this world And my grandson's life His life is in the hands of the almighty God, his life, and many shall be helped because now I am aware. I am aware, and I will pray, and I will fight, and I will do what is necessary to see to it that not only my baby is saved, but that many others are saved. And that's the one thing he was happy about. He said, I never meant to do the things I did. But I'm glad that others are confessing that they are hurting and that they need help. He said, because he didn't know how to talk about his own hurt. He didn't know what to do. Nobody listened and nobody understood when he did share. So he shut up and he kept it to himself. But because of this, many are speaking out. Many are saying, Bishop, I need help. Many are saying, Grandma, his friends call me Grandma. Grandma, I need help. Many in the body of Christ are saying, Apostle, I know what your grandson's going through. My family member, me, I've done it, I've dealt with it for years. Saints of God, to know something like this is going on in the body of Christ and do nothing is a sin for me. I'm not saying it's for you, but it's a sin for me, praise God, that he has anointed us and created us for such a time as this. So the prophetic all deals with this, y'all. You hear me? It's the circle. is all coming to pass. The circle is coming together, giving that spirit of hope. We shall do so. There is hope for the mental ill, and I praise God that it shall go forth in the name of Jesus. Beloved, I am... I am passionate about where family and where the ministry is, this ministry will cover the things that God would have us to cover. I love each and every one of you, you know, for your support, for your prayers, for your donations, for whatever it is. I mean, the whole time I'm talking to you, my phone, praise be unto God, you know, my phone, people are texting me left and right. So I thank you for hearing me. I thank you for hearing my heart. And I love each and every one of you. I love each and every one of you. I wish I could say that we could go through this without feeling the pain, but it's the pain of it that draws my passion. It is the pain. But I know that my God is able. I know that he's able. I know that He is faithful. I know that he will never leave us nor forsake us. I know that's who he is. I'm not wondering. I'm not thinking. I'm not just believing. I know. I know. And so there's victory on the other side of this. There is victory. There is victory for every one of you. There is victory. Do not give up on God because he's not giving up on you. Do not give up on God. Now, love, I've got to go. We already passed our time. I hope I don't get in any trouble for it. But we've already passed our time. And like I said, I have a 10 o'clock meeting. I got to get across town to that 10 o'clock meeting, so I'll get there by 1030 prayerfully. But please know that this is Apostle Etta Banks, your host here on Heart to Heart, where we get to the heart of the matter. I will see you back here next Saturday. Be blessed. If you are in the Baltimore area, come by and visit us at New Vision for Life, um, Kingdom Builders, where truly the spirit of the Lord reigns. It truly reigns. God bless you, my love. I love all of you.
1: God bless you. Thank you for listening to Heart to Heart with Bishop Etta Banks. Heart to Heart is an outreach ministry of New Vision for Life Kingdom Builders. Please visit our ministry website at www.newvisionforlife.com. As always, beloved, I pray that God will bless you and bless you mightily, and as He does, you will turn around and bless someone else, and then that person will turn around and bless someone. Then that person will turn around and bless God Almighty for the blessings that He bestowed upon them, and then God, in His awesome and infinite wisdom, will turn around and bless you one more time, because you knew what to do with the blessings He bestowed upon you. I thank God for the completion of the circle of blessings. I beseech you therefore in the name of jesus that you go forth today and be a blessing to someone and when you do do so on purpose in jesus name amen god bless you